Welcome to The Author Life, a limited edition podcast series featuring Jeff Elkins, where we document Jeff's journey from a desperate author to a thriving small business owner. Welcome to the 12th and final episode of this limited edition podcast series, The Author Life, with my friend Jeff Elkins. And uh, it's been quite a ride. Uh, as far as elapsed time goes, uh, this covered about two and a half years. And what you're going to get now is you're going to get the update. Uh, and uh, I could not be more proud of Jeff. I consider him uh, a colleague, a friend, and a brother. And uh, we both get a little emotional in this episode, and um, and that's okay. Uh, we embraced it. And as I said, I'm, I'm really proud of Jeff. And uh, I think as you're going to hear him close out, I think that is sort of the theme of this podcast series, which is, uh, it's all going to be okay. Uh, so let me tell you what we talked about here. Uh, quick overview. Jeff talks about where the dialogue doctor is now. So, uh, you know what that revenue is currently paying for, which is uh, very heartwarming to hear. Uh, he, Jeff talks about his monthly revenue. Um, he talks about his podcast journey and how he developed his newsletter he discusses the the private community he, he built, which is his favorite thing to do, is engaging in, his, in the private community. How he uses Patreon, uh, how his coaching and teaching has developed, and why he's now writing a book uh, two and a half years later. Jeff talks about how, more importantly, the clients and community taught him about his specialty or, or his brand and what to create next. And he, he says if he hadn't had that community, he wouldn't know uh, what, what they wanted. Uh, we, Jeff talks about when he works on his side hustle uh, and how the Dialogue Doctor brought joy back to his fiction writing, which was uh, something I was not anticipating and um, was, was thrilled to hear. Uh, so that'll do it. Uh, go ahead and give it, a, uh, give it a listen. And as I mentioned in the very beginning in the first episode, uh, I hope you'll, you'll join me for the private conversation. And that uh, link is in the show notes there. And it's in the call to action of this podcast. Without further ado, let's get into the final conversation between myself and Mr. Jeff Elkins. All right, man. Uh, so that's that's was sort of the early part of the journey. Uh, in the in, sort of the introductory episode, we talked about where you were uh, back in 2020, and as we're recording this, you're two two and a half years uh, into this new business venture um, that you've been that you've been doing as Dialogue Doctor. Um, how are things? Uh, things are really good. <laughs> uh, no, so, um, you know, Dialogue Doctor has paid for my son's tuition. Which wow. Is, it's great. I didn't right? know like, that. Congratulations, yeah. man. Yeah, so it's not a ton of money, right? Like, he got a ton of scholarships, and he's, you know, he's a brilliant kid. But I, I'm currently, two years in, I pulled down, on average, like 2000 to 2500 a month which is That's um, amazing it's great right like i went from zero to that i went from negative four hundred dollars yeah <laughs> <laughs> you did pay your mom back we want to just I be very pay, clear I, on yeah, that i did pay my mom back. uh but so i went from so now i you know um it pays for his apartment and you know the part of the tuition that wasn't covered by stuff that he could cover uh so yeah you know in that aspect i'm like yes yeah, a massive success story um, I've done 120 podcast episodes <laughs> at the date of this recording. 
uh, and I've done over over fifty interviews with other podcasts. Um, so you know that's a that's a routine habit now. I don't know how detailed you want to get about this stuff, but I'll just ramble. You go know, for me, it. You, you just tell me to talk. I'll just yeah, talk. I just turn. Um, I just hit record and let it go. That's, that's right, Chase. Like I'll be back in twenty minutes. Uh, <laughs> Jeff will be done with his first answer. Uh, yeah. So no, I do. Um, so I just have a routine now. Um, doing podcast episodes at first was really hard. Uh, but what? Why was it hard? Well, one, I had to learn all the tech. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I had no idea how to record, what to do, how to, so it required a bunch of like figuring out, like, hey, how does this work? Like, how do I use this software? How do I edit audio? Like, all that kind of stuff. Um, I listened to a ton of podcasts before starting. So that was helpful. I had a frame of reference for like, what is this supposed to be? Uh, I had to figure out kind of my brand and who, what that podcast was going to be and who that, who I was. Um, and then I had to figure out how to make that work. Cause that's a system in and of itself to like, how do I get actually episodes recorded? Cause there's kind of two halves to it for me. There's the recording of the episodes and then there's the producing of the episodes. So I decided very early on actually in my conversations with you that I did not want to do an interview podcast that I wanted to do something different that really showcased what I was going to sell. So I just started publishing editing sessions uh, as podcasts. Now, back then I was like scraping for like, hey, can I please, like, can we do a free session? Can I please record you? So my, the podcast is kind of what I would say now is the front arm of the business where that's where most people find me and are introduced to me. Um, And I have a community, which I can talk about in a second. And now once a quarter, I put out to the community, hey, I'm going to do, I'm scheduling 15 free episodes first to sign up sign up it takes less than a day to fill those slots and they all sign up and then we record all of them and i've got 15 weeks and i'm like good to go and then i actually only do an editing episode every other week so i i honestly have 30 weeks and then in the off weeks i do fun things that i'm actually that i'm interested in so that's that's the that's the recording side uh, and then on the production side, um, I've got it down to about 30 minutes. I can post, I can edit the audio, publish the podcast, publish the YouTube video and put up the web page for the episode in about 30 minutes now. So it's a, it's a Sunday night routine for me. It starts at about 9 PM when all of my family's asleep. Well, the, the teenagers aren't asleep, but they don't want to talk to me anymore. <laughs> so by nine o'clock, they're like, "Please leave me alone." So, um, you know, so I, I, but I just, you know, come to the basement and I, I crank that thing out, and it goes up uh, Monday mornings. Uh, it's live, so that's, yeah, that's where that is in the podcast. Um, you know, I, it's hard to say numbers and no numbers because I don't have any relative. Thing, but we get about 350 downloads a week, which is, you know, feels solid to me. It's better than zero two years ago. So that feels like good growth. Um, yeah. So that's the, that's the, that's kind of, I do that. And then I have a newsletter that comes out on Tuesday mornings. I write that Monday mornings before I go to work. Um, it's based on the podcast, you know, whatever we talk about in the podcast, I literally just take an aspect of it and I crank it a thousand words. Um, the newsletter has 
way more subscribers than the podcast does. It's got uh, about 3,000 subscribers to the newsletter, which again, in two years is great. Yeah. Um, so, and it's funny because I put the podcast out and then the newsletter comes out Tuesday and I have, I, I built a formula in the newsletter to keep it easy for myself. So like that, you know, I've got a paragraph where I'm like kind of a greeting and hello. And then I've got a paragraph that's like on the podcast this week, I talked to so-and-so we talked and I have one sentence. I'm like, we talked about this. I don't mind saying this because if you read the newsletter, like I don't it, know yeah. how you don't see, <laughs> you'll see that I do this. I'm like, we talked about this. If you haven't listened to the episode yet, click here, you can go find it. I get about a third of my listeners from that link. People wait to get the newsletter and then they go, they go listen to the episode. Uh, so it's really funny. And then, uh, and I can watch it. I like what the minute, because there's weeks that I miss the newsletter and those episodes are going to be low. Wow. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I didn't send out the newsletter. But so, and then I write, you know, about 500 words to a thousand words on something in the podcast that like I was, there's always something in the podcast where I'm like, I should explain that more. And so I just write that. And then there's a paragraph at the end that invites people to the community. Like, Hey, we have this community going online, come and be a part of it. Um, yeah. And that's, uh, that's, and I send that out on Tuesdays. It's great. I've done it. I haven't missed a podcast episode in two years, um, which is good. I've missed, I, you know, I actually only get like three out of four newsletters done. There's usually, <laughs> there's usually one that doesn't come out and life is, you know, it, it almost always revolves around the day job. Yeah. If the day job is too much, the newsletter is not going to happen. So that's, but yeah, so those are the free ends of what I do with Dialogue Doctor, um, and I really enjoy it. I actually, I found that I really like podcasting. It's fun. It's fun talking to people. It's fun putting it out. Even if I were to end all the services around Dialogue Doctor and it didn't make me any money more, I'd probably keep going just because I like doing it. I like talking to people, so that's good. Um, I mean, it. It's. It sounds as though you just love the teaching. It sounds like you're. You're. I do. All of this is teaching, right? Yeah, I love working with people. I love, and I really love. I don't think of it as teaching. I think of it as coaching. coaching. The podcast sure. is coaching, mm -hmm. and I say coaching because it's very individualized to who I'm talking to. Right. So, um, you know, it's not like I'm coming to these editing sessions with lessons. I'm coming to these editing sessions with their work and to be like, hey, here's what we can do to make this better. It does remind me of when I was an athlete in high school, you know, working with some really incredible coaches playing on some, you know, very high level teams and having them like, okay, let me see you tackle somebody in football and having them be like, okay, you know, move your head to this side of the ball and like, make sure this knee is up when you hit them. And like, let's do that a hundred times. And now that that's muscle memory, now we can work on like where you're putting your arm as you try to tackle them. Like it's that kind of, it's that kind of work that I really enjoy with people is that like, Hey, you're doing this thing in this paragraph that was really great. Can we figure out how to do that in every paragraph? Yeah. <laughs> it's that kind of like, you know, yep. so um, yeah, that's, but that's what the podcast is. And, and the newsletter is kind of a, a push to the podcast. So that's kind of the top of my funnel now, because uh, I, I vaguely remember, I haven't listened to the episodes that everybody probably just listened to. I vaguely remember you and I talking about building the business plan and like, you know, the how people move through it. That's the front end for me now. Um, that moves into uh, 
coaching um, sessions that I sell. You can get a single session for $75 or I sell packs of four um, for 350 bucks right at the time of this recording. Um, and uh, those, I carry five clients uh, at a time, five coaching clients at a time now. So um, those four off sessions, uh, I work with five people. I'll, I'll take a block of five. Um, that's really amazing. There's, I've had some authors that have continued to renew every four weeks for like a year and a half, which is very cool. Um, yeah. And then, yeah. And then I have some that are like, I just need, like, I'll actually have an author be like, I'm going to buy four. I'm going to use two now. And then I'm going to hold two until I need them. And because my mindset is coaching, I'm like, yeah, let's do that. Let's work through whatever problem you have right now. And then I'm here for you when you need them. Um, and then I, I get less one-offs now than I used to. And I think part of that is the economy. Part of that is like, there's the economy has been tough. So tough. and people talk to, I know that's part of what it is. Cause people talk to me about it all the time. They're like, Hey, once like gas doesn't take half my paycheck, I really want to work with you. <laughs> <laughs> totally get it. So yeah, so that's um those are down, but you know, in a good month I'll have like three $75 ones and almost always those convert into a four pack session. They they it's rare that somebody's like I just want one. Um so yeah, so that's where most of the money from Dialogue Doctor comes from now. And that's and I, that's been a conscious choice of mine. I, I did some editing for a while. I was like, let me just take your manuscript and edit it. I really hated that. It was not part of who I am. Yeah. For me, it is about the contact with people. And I, and I didn't excel at it. Like I wasn't very good at it. So I left way too many notes up front. And then by the end of the book, I was like, I've already talked about this. So <laughs> it's like, fine. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I don't even need to. Yeah. You're not going to get this far in the notes anyway. I left you so much in the first three chapters. You're going to be totally demoralized and you're not even going to read this far. Uh, so yeah. So I, I stopped, I like turned that off because I was like, this isn't part of who I am, even though it had the potential to be lucrative. I might turn it back on at some point, but um, that just wasn't part of what I feel like my, you know, to struggle to find a different word brand is it's not part of my persona so um i do do master classes we started doing four a year um those were great they were great surges of income um they were also really nice entrances into the community people would sign up for the master class and then immediately turn around and do the community and that was teaching the master classes was like this is a we're going to do five hours of teaching online um what was really great about doing those is they forced me to come up with ideas and teaching that were that are new i mean it sounds weird to say this because nothing's actually new under the sun right but it forced me to come up with at least language and vocabulary that is unique to what i do yes so um it was nice going through that process of forcing myself to do those five hours because it was like, okay, I have to figure out not, I don't want to just regurgitate what everybody teaches. If somebody's coming to this and they're paying me, you know, to sit for four hours, they're going to listen to me for four hours. They're going to walk away with something brand new that they've never heard before. So 
I developed three courses worth of that, three master classes worth of that. And that's been great. Now that I have them, I, I'm kind of like, I've actually moved too far ahead of the community and I need to stop developing new things. <laughs> I've, I've realized like, oh, I got to slow down and actually like put the book out that allows people to read the content of this. And so and that was part of what inspired that was people were like, you got to write a book, you got to write a book. And I was like, I don't, I don't know what I'd say. Like, mm -hmm. because in coaching, it's all very much individualized to the person. And I was like, you realize in the back of your head, you're like, oh, I'm saying the same things over and over again, but I don't actually know what those things are. So that was kind of the goal of the masterclass for me was to be like, I need to like force myself to teach this to people because that'll force me to solidify the principles I'm actually using in coaching. And it totally worked. And so now I can, the book is actually the first, the book is at the time of this recording, the first draft is done and the second draft is like 80% finished. So it'll, it'll be out in a couple months, hopefully three, three or four months. Um, and that'll be a nice, hopefully a nice revenue source that just continues to pay back. Um, so yeah, so that's the coaching and the master classes. I do, I do, again, we do, um, I say we because uh, a friend of mine, Laura, does those with me. Um, she's great, uh, super helpful with those. And we split for the master classes. we just split the revenue 50-50. Um, yeah, so that's all is that the dialogue doctor in a nutshell? That's the dialogue doctor in a nutshell. Oh, the community. And so I needed a place to like gather, like I was coaching people and we were doing the podcast and people were coming on the podcast. I was like, I need a place to gather everybody to build this like community so that we can, so that a, I can continue to learn and I can continue to like work with people long-term. I have a place for them to be a member and then two, you know, they wanted it. Like people were like, oh, what do I do now? Like I've done this coaching session with you. I listen to the podcast, but I want more. And honestly, if if it hadn't have been COVID, I probably would have tried to do something in person. So again, COVID kind of saved me from myself. Um, so I, uh, there's an online community. I do it through Patreon. Um, you know, at the time of this recording, it's not huge. There's like 65 patrons in it. Uh, but it's, and it's not a lot of money, it, but it, you know, it's a nice steady, like here's a monthly thing that, you know, it pays for half of my son's rent. So it's nice. Um, yeah, I do that. And uh, it's the community is actually what I love the most. It's, um, it's interesting. It, it's taken on its own personality. It's the, the group there. Um, I would describe them as um, focused and professional. I'm a part of other author communities that are amazing and great. There's a lot of like personal life shared there. There's a lot of like, we're just hanging out and having fun. That does not happen in the dialogue doctor community. They are there to work. And like, part of that's just my personality. Like I, that's what I show up to communities for. I'm like, Oh yeah. You know, we could do, we could talk about ice cream flavors, but I, I really am here to work. <laughs> so I think it's kind of the people that have gathered in it kind of match my, personality a little bit like it's a working community they're there to to do things and we do have our like every uh tuesday i put out a writing prompt that is actually just like a teaching point and every on monday we put out a thing that's like what's everybody working on this week and everybody like lists out like here's what we're doing and then you know we have a like take a breath 
thing we do where it's like, hey, what are you doing? By Friday, we post like, okay, what's, how's everybody turning off now? Like, how's everybody going to recenter? So it's a, it's a great community. There's, you know, um, there's a lot of like, hey, I'm, I'm at this. We started a channel on Slack called Right Now. It's like, hey, I'm at this because I was like, I, we work together, but I don't actually know about anybody's life. I was like, so let's start. Like, if you're somewhere cool or you're doing something that you're like, yeah, this is representative of me, take a picture and just put it in the Slack. So we have a channel that's like kind of like our own private Instagram where people are just like dropping, like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, there's one of uh, one of the community members whom I love, Tom, is like, he has the most enchanting walks to work. <laughs> He lives in the northeast of the United States, and he just lives in this like idyllic looking town. So he's constantly putting pictures, and it's like on my daily commute, and it's like this picture of this like gorgeous home on the water. And I'm like, what is like old Victorian? Like you know, so much character to it. I'm like, you walk by that every day, like, but it's that kind of, you know. So that's the community. It's not the. It doesn't bring in a massive amount of income. It does pay. I joked that it paid for half my son's tuition, but what it does pay for is my overhead it covers like the 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 podcast feed expense and the wordpress expense and the but yeah and so um you know planning moving forward um it's nice to have that community because before i start a service or do something new i really listen to them and i'm like what do you want because i for me they're a microcosm of the podcast listeners they were all podcast listeners first so for me, it's like, oh, this is what people who haven't pulled the trigger to become part of a community, they probably have in them some desire to have this thing that the community wants as well. So, you know, I'm constantly listening to the community. I use them as like kind of my sounding board of like, what if I did this thing? Um, I ask, I realized that with a lot of my coaching clients, I get to a place where I'm like, we can keep doing this, but I don't actually have anything to teach you. Like you've... <laughs> you've which is my favorite it's my favorite moment by the way coming to the end of a relationship with a client is really hard because you're like oh we've been meeting weekly it's really hard to give this up but then it's like this big joy of like hey you just sent me six thousand words and i didn't have any meaningful notes like that this is like and it's it's not it's not six thousand words that you and i've worked over over and over again because i've done that but it's like you just wrote a fresh six thousand words and you have literally learned everything i have to teach you like there's nothing so that's a really great place to come to with a client and so i'm like i was talking to the community there's several clients in the community that are just part of the community now but i i would say like they could regurgitate what i do pretty easily because they've just been doing it for a year and a half to two years and so you know, we're thinking about starting a mastermind for people that have come through coaching to be like, hey, we're going to have a weekly gathering. Um, we do do, the community does have twice a month Zoom calls, but they're, they're focused. They're like, okay, this month we're talking about the, this Zoom call, we're talking about the writing prompts. This Zoom call, we're doing a book club. Like there, so this would be more of a like, what are we working on? Where are we struggling with dialogue? What problems have we come up with? So, but it's nice, all that to say, it's nice to have that community that I can like turn to and be like, okay, what do you, what about the, I had this idea to do this thing. What about this? Like I was thinking this fall, I was like, I'm really glad I didn't because life was so hard this fall, but this fall was like, oh, maybe we could do an in-person gathering. We've been going for two years. Like it wouldn't be huge. It'd be like 15 people. 
and I put it out and they were like, like, Jeff, we can't afford to travel right now. Mm. I was like, okay, well, you guys just saved me <laughs> from like time and energy and investment and like planning this stuff just to be honest of like, yeah, we can't do it. So I think cultivating that relationship um, with the, like not just thinking of people as clients, but thinking as like, I'm building this community of people and we're on this journey together has been great. They're also the ones that have pushed me to keep writing the book. Like there's a lot of, when I first started podcasting, there was a lot of like, oh my gosh, Jeff, you have to write a book. But again, like I didn't know what I was going to say. So it's like, I don't, like, you know, I could go read a bunch of like, well, I have read a bunch of books on dialogue, but I could like just pull the books on dialogue off my shelf and say the same thing everybody else does and just like put my own flavor on it. I was like, but I don't, I don't want to do that. So I probably would have let the book go had the community not continually said, hey, when's this, when is this coming out? Especially when like, while I was writing the book, I was like, oh my gosh, I have like 32 vocabulary words that you have to know. <laughs> so <laughs> I've actually changed that in the book. I've been like, all right. Um, but as I've changed those vocabulary words, writing the book, I've put them to the community and been like, hey, we used to say this word and it's just another word you have to learn. What if I took this word and like made it into the, and they're like, yeah, we'll do that. And so it's just been good to have them to like bounce ideas off of and talk to and yeah but yeah that's where dialogue doctor is now it's it's um you know it's about seven hours of work a week i do it at night uh post day job uh day job is not you know people all the time ask me they're like so you do this during your day job right <laughs> i'm like no if i'm gonna do a dialogue doctor thing during my day job i have to take paid time off like it's not like you know even to do this episode like i had to schedule paid time off to get off the clock I was like, no, I don't do this at my job. Like, no, I'm not quietly quitting anything. Yeah. I work really hard at my day job <laughs> and then I have dinner with my kids. And then every, like I hang out for a couple for an hour with everybody. And then everybody kind of goes their own directions or we go to basketball practice and I have to coach them in basketball. <laughs> and then we finish basketball practice. And then I get like an hour to two hours a night. And that's, that's when I do dialogue doctor. But yeah. So it's uh yeah, that's dialogue doctor. Now, I, did I share everything? Yeah, man, was, that, that's yeah. wonderful. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm so proud of you. Like, I just, you know, being your friend and and watching this all develop has just been absolutely amazing. And and I've been I've been thrilled. Uh, I think a fun way to maybe wrap this up would be. Uh, oh, wait, I got to share something else. Oh yeah, gotta, yeah, sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, it's been having this outlet and being able to like take care of expenses with this that I wasn't, that I was so concerned about has actually relieved pressure from my fiction. Oh, which has been great. Right. Like, cause I was putting so much pressure on like, I got a right to sell. I got a right to sell. I'm not selling. I'm a failure. This is a failure. Everything like this is falling apart because I had that urgency around like, Oh my gosh, I got to do this. So being able to pull back and be like, who am I as a writer? What do I actually want to write? What is it? What am like, you know, yes, there's the market and there's genres and there's all that stuff going on with fiction. But, you know, if I put all that aside and I come to it first, it's like, who am I as a creator? Like I've actually been able to develop my own brand and confidence around my own fiction. Um, it's been really great to do. Uh, and it's, you know, I think I just, I published my 10th novel um, this year. 
and uh the novel is the one that I was like yeah this is the kind of art I want to create nice this is the and I I published it and it, it didn't sell great it wasn't but it didn't have the pressure to yeah does that make sense oh yeah and even though it didn't sell great you know it led to some podcast conversations on the kind of like topic around it and I had a publisher call me and it was like hey we want you to write this book now so in a couple of months here, I might be a trad published author too, which is just another income stream opened up. So, but that all came because I was able to take the pressure off of my fiction and like dialogue doctor allowed me to be like, you know what? I am good at some stuff. Like there are, <laughs> I do, I do actually know some things. So it was like, okay, I can center on what I'm good at. I can then look at the art I create and be like, where am I denying myself this thing? that I'm good at. Why am I, where am I like so obsessed with the market? I've actually lost myself in this. And I was able to like go find myself and be like, okay, this is what I write. And now I'm actually, before I was like, I'm just going to stop doing this and go work at 7-Eleven. Now I'm like, oh, I'll keep cranking out these kind of novels for the rest of my life. Like, you know, and if they hit, they hit. If they don't, they don't. But the pressure isn't on them to be like my, my security, my saving grace around, you know, will my kids ever get income? And what's nice is that like, once I actually found my voice, it's starting to pay off in the ways that I wanted it to when I was like desperately trying to force it into some kind of shell. So just to wrap the whole story, right? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that yeah. because that, you know, that fiction piece and, and creating art was, is a big struggle for, for many authors, uh, especially when, when you're talking fiction. So I'm glad, uh, I'm glad you, you shared that. Yeah. Well, and you know, going back to the community too, like the dialogue doctor community that I'm focused on, like, Hey, let's learn these skills together. They're actually the ones that help me discover my brand. Cause I, a lot of them know exactly who they are. Yeah. So it was like as artists. And so it was like, Hey, I like, I'd be in meetings with them and be like, how do you, how do you know this is who you, and they talk me through like, well, here's how I discovered who I was. I was like, Oh, I need to do that <laughs> too. Like specifically, there were two of us struggling with this conversation and one of us that had it, that has it figured out. And so we, we made a trade. I was like, Hey, I will teach you how to podcast. And the, the other guy was like, and I will teach you how to publish fast. Cause he cranks out books. And she was like, and I will teach you branding. Let's just get on a Zoom call for three hours and let's work this out. We did one Saturday. We were on a call together for like three and a half hours and I we just that. worked that crap out. And yeah. I, I walked away being like, yeah, I, I understand how to get to this place that I'm at now where I'm like, I'm confident in who I am as a, as a storyteller. But yeah, so it was, uh, that was fun too. Love yeah, it. That's been a big benefit of Dialogue Doctor. Love it. Well, here's how I'd like to wrap up. Uh, I would like to know, um, if you could go back and uh, and tell Jeff of 2019-2021 thing based on everything that's happened since then, what would you say to him? That's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, I got to take a second. It's okay. Uh, okay. See if I can actually get this out. So my wife and I have like adopted a saying, and it's actually the <laughs> it's the, please pause while Jeff weeps. It's the last <laughs> um, it's the last line of the novel I wrote, which is which is uh, 
it's all going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, man. That's such a, that's so fitting on so many levels. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, it's just like, I think, uh, sorry, part of what you did for me was you just, <laughs> you just kind of were like, so patient. We're like, hey, this is possible. Like, you could pull your way out of this. So <laughs> I really like, you know, what I would say to myself is actually what you said to me, which is like, hey, you could do this. Like, so, yeah, that's that's what I'd say. Thanks, man. Thank you. Yeah. Sorry to become a mess on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, <okay>. but. <laughs> oh, this podcast oh, is great. Until Jeff started crying at the end. Yeah. No, it's all good. Uh, I appreciate that. I and I, uh, I I appreciate you and 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 I, I and I love you and I'm I'm really glad that you're uh, having this level of success. Yeah, thanks, Ben. If you'd like to know more about starting an author business or improving the one you have, go to theauthorlife.com.